Shouts out to Racer X Drop this off and then sped on to the next Said I want you, I don't need you little subtle flex Shout out Keto, shot this over to me via text Heard this had me hungry as a Welcome, damn Welcome ladies Content and gentlemen I can say next. back at it because another episode of Sometimey Gamers I've been teasing it for the longest If you ain't check out the first episode with the homie Zach Go Make sure to check that out Really dope combo, you know, we went kind of everywhere with it and everything, so of course, you know, second episode, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not only just proud, but honored to say, if it wasn't for bro on the other end of this call, y'all wouldn't get however 50, 1100 of these episodes I've given you guys and everything, because my very first appearance was actually on this podcast, the co-host wrestling show, I'm honored to bring on the Sometimey Gamers Weapon X, aka the homie Will. What's good with you, bro? Yo, what's going on, man? Yeah, that feels like that feels like five, six years ago uh, in in these times. Man, don't it feel like like last year was literally five years and like all together? Yeah, for real. I and I think I would have to go back and look, but I think you were on an episode in 2019, right? Yeah, it was right after or right. It was right after the Super Showdown, or was it a different name then? Uh, I don't even remember. I we joke and call it Saudi Mania now. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's Saudi Mania. I would have to pull that up and find out when that was. I appreciate it, man, because I, I literally tell people, they're like, yo, when would you like, get started in this? And I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, I, I listened to you on Ruthless Aggression and everything. Shout out to them and everything. They still out here putting in some dope work. And you were like, yo, I want people to come on the pod and talk about wrestling. I was like, huh, let's fucking do it. Yeah, that was you the original. Yeah, that was the original idea of the show was kind of just, you know, I I wanted to I wanted to have people who had wanted to have the idea of being on a on a podcast but never really knew where to start or how to really get involved. But to just find me, you know, via social media and be like, hey, I want to be on. I want to talk about, you know, I like wrestling, et cetera. And then I would just reach out to them. Any random person. You and I had never talked. I had no idea who yeah. you were. So that was kind of the idea behind the show, you know, was let, let's go out and get these people that want to do this, but have never done it. And then maybe they'll evolve into their own thing. You know, once they've they've kind of taken the reins themselves after doing it once or twice and you're an example of, of, of exactly what I wanted to achieve. So that's really awesome. And I'm telling you, I, I appreciate it more than you know, man. Like I, I would hit you up every now and again, like, yo, I've reached this milestone. This is crazy. And you're like, yo, I've been, I've been seeing you put out work, man. This is great. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, right after that, I saw you take off. You're doing all kinds of stuff. I see you on, on Instagram all the time, you know, promoting all the different shows and content that you're putting out there. And I think it's amazing. I don't keep up with podcasts as much as I used to now that I don't commute. Right. That's that was my that was kind of my drive to work, drive home from work stuff was was listening to podcasts. Um, you know, sometimes you get 
you get a little tired of music, the same stuff all Facts. the time. And uh, podcast was always kind of my thing. But now sitting at home, I got I got three monitors at my desk. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. I got, a, you know, maybe something else going on in the work monitor. So I'm not really on podcasts as much as I used to. But I still keep up and support, you know, what other people are, are the content they're putting out. Most of. And I'm, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because that's going to be like, you know, of course, cause I always put everything in the links in the bio below. You guys know I ain't got to do the whole spiel and all that. But, um, like, you, you know, like, are you you're not you're not doing your podcast anymore? No. So what happened was uh, the podcast kind of changed for me. It went from, uh, you know, having random people on. It, it kind of started with friends just to gain buzz. And then it kind of went to random people that I'd never spoke to before. Uh, and then it kind of transitioned a little bit more into doing uh, wrestler interviews because I, I discovered that I was really good at that. I really enjoyed doing that a little bit more than just average uh than just average conversations about wrestling. No, you know, no right. offense to anybody that was coming on. All that stuff was good. But at the end of the day, the the podcast market for wrestling was kind of oversaturated at the time. And it also felt like, you know, people weren't really listening as much as I wanted to, depending on who the guests were. So I, I kind of transitioned more into doing wrestler interviews. Well, then I kind of got a little bit bogged down with that, too, because I – I started not really uh, making some of the connections that I was wanting to make to to get more guests on, and also some other people that I knew within the podcast, the wrestling podcast business, were uh, having a lot more success than I was, and mm-hmm. I wanted to figure out a way that I could kind of pivot off of that, keep the same idea, but change it up to make it something different that people could really you know connect with in a way that you can't really connect with, with podcast. And that's when I kind of moved the podcast over to uh, a Twitch talk show. So we, we still call co-host wrestling show. We still do it uh, one day a week, Thursday nights at eight o'clock. But it's now interviews with up and coming independent wrestlers and it's uh, video included. It also includes, you know, a live Twitch audience that can ask questions to the wrestlers um, right there in a in a kind of live environment um we also do a merch giveaway for whatever wrestler we have on the show for that afternoon um i go out and buy a piece of their merchandise and ship it directly to whoever wins i let the uh the twitch widget pick the winners so all that's kind of ran right right from within twitch i have people uh people within you know you have to be in the live chat you have to be a follower of the channel and then once we start the giveaway everybody puts in a hashtag system uh, picks one of those people when I'm ready for it to, and then I buy the merchandise and ship it right out to them. So that's kind of been working. Um, and then the very next morning, uh, I caught it, I cut it, chop it up and I throw it on YouTube as well. So trying to get a little bit of growth on YouTube as well. Hey, well, look, I'm telling you, we're going to have to put all that in the bio. I didn't even know it was on YouTube. So I'm definitely going to have to check that out literally right after we get off this call. Yeah, we've we've put uh we've put several episodes out there. I I stop I kind of stopped numbering them because I didn't want it to be like a a, a category type thing. I kind of just right. wanted them to be their own uh organic kind of thing. But we've done uh let's see here. I got it pulled up. 
Hmm. We've done 10. So our, our 10th okay. one was just, uh, was just three weeks ago. Uh, we've given away, I think $340 worth of merchandise. Um, oh yeah. That's, that's just straight to the wrestlers. Like I said, I go out and buy it directly from them, either whatever their methods are. Everyone's kind of had their own different things. Some people have websites, some people are, are affiliated with, uh, with different, uh, shops and stuff like that. But either way, that money goes back to the wrestlers and it's kind of a way to, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? It kind of, it, it lures people in to watch the episode uh, as well as watch the wrestler and watch the content. And it kind of gives me an opportunity to get them to come back, but it also gives money to the wrestler and thanks them for their time because, uh, you know, their time is, is valuable as well, even though they're right. not currently wrestling as much as they used to. Um, this is an opportunity to hey, sell a t-shirt. If you give me 30 minutes of your time, you know, I try to keep them 30, 45 minutes, no longer than that, but give me a little bit of your time. I'll sell you a free t-shirt and give it away to, you know, someone who may be a new fan, old fan, whatever the case may be. Um, but just kind of trying to move both those pieces together, bring in the audience, but also, you know, do something to, to compensate the people for their time. So that's super dope, man. I'm telling you, and it's, it's a win-win for everybody. So, cause, um, I, I know you're based mainly in the Ohio area. And, you know, like I, like we both said, we really like to, you know, kind of time these or, you know, date these and everything. Cause you know, we, we drop them whenever we drop them and stuff. But I guess before I ask, you know, some stuff about certain wrestlers you've talked to, we're about what, a week away from what your Buckeyes possibly being national champions. By the time the people hear this or whatever, they could or could not be champions. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think uh, any of this conversation would go this way, but uh, <laughs> I'd be remiss to tell you that I am not an Ohio State Buckeye fan. Uh, really? OK, I, I live right here in, you know, smack dab in Columbus. So I, I am right. Uh, maybe 10, 15 minute drive from OSU's campus. But uh, I, I grew up my entire life a Notre Dame fan. So I've been a Notre Dame football fan since oh, I can even remember. Uh I can even remember football and uh very, very unfortunate ending to the season uh, per usual. But, you know, the fact that we were in the conversation is, is good enough for me. Well, look, I can't say shit because one, I normally cheer for Michigan football. That ain't been going so good lately. Um, two, Notre Dame beat up on Carolina this past season and Carolina had a good year, but then, you know, also had a bad bowl game and yeah. Not too much for there as well. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, a lot of times in college football, especially not so much in the NFL, depending on how it goes, but in college football, people tend to remember the end a lot more than the journey to get there. Right. And, you know, I think any time that you can go 11-0, 12-0, make it to the college football playoff or your conference championship, I mean, that's that's huge success, man. That's tough. You're going against Division One athletes every single Saturday, regardless of whatever team. You know, upsets happen all the time. We see it all the time. So the fact that you can navigate your way, especially this year, you know, with all the things that were going on, all the cancellations, uh, people putting being put on COVID lists, things like that, you can navigate that and travel and school and finish 11-0 and or go to a New Year's Day Bowl against – I mean – that's huge success, man. People, 
people will always, you know, the internet goes crazy with their memes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Here when someone, you know, some of the people get blown out and stuff like that. But, um, you know, real people, you you really gotta acknowledge the success behind those type of achievements. And I think that's something that that people kind of get lost on. But I'm I'm extremely proud. I thought they did a really good job. I, they had a great year this year, and uh, I that's playoffs. You know, twice now. Um, there's not a lot of teams that can say that. In fact, there's not very many teams that can say that college football playoff hasn't been dominated by a lot of parity. So to be in that <laughs> conversation, that that's good enough for me. I'm with you there, man. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, you know, just to joke around or whatever. These are not scripted, guys. Like, I, I literally tell the homies, like, yo, so I got a little, I got an idea, but they don't know what's coming. I like it that way. You know, leaves everything, like, more spontaneous and stuff. So, um... I want you to, you know, as far as some of, like, the guests you spoke to, like, on, you know, the show slash Twitch or, you know, what we're going to call it, like, name some of the people that you've been talking about. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to your homie Drew and everything. I know Wrestle Kingdom Night 1 just happened at the time of our recording. Yeah, so uh, we we kind of started off with uh, some of the people that I was a little bit more familiar with just so that I could... uh, kind of develop that rapport and kind of get back into the swing of things so we uh we started our first uh our first episode ever was with trey lamar trey lamar's out of ohio uh, he's a up-and-coming guy he's doing a lot of cc he's originally out of aiw does a lot of stuff now with uh, gcw he's got some uh, impact opportunities coming up as well so mm. he's kind of he's kind of all over the place right now and uh he and I are actually, you know, I, I think we we would call each other friends. Um, you know, we always talk to him after the shows. He's he's been to my home and stuff like that. So that's dope. We 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 kind of wanted to start off that way just to kind of get a feel, you know, a feel for it. How's this going to go? How many people are going to watch? Um, because I, I've had this conversation before with people who who podcast and do Twitch or YouTube. And they say they don't really concern themselves with views too much because they're doing it for themselves and they, they kind of want to, you know, this is the content that they want to make, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, the realization is if if, if no one's watching or no one's listening, no one's downloading, you know, who, yeah. who, you know, at the end of the day, what are you what are you really doing? You know, you at at the end of the day, you're sitting there talking to yourself and you could do that anywhere. For, <laughs> right. You could do that anywhere for free, you know. So th- there's there's. As you know, there's effort and there's a lot of uh, a lot of time and effort that goes into making podcasts and making content for YouTube, making, uh, you know, setting up Twitch streams, setting up uh, connections to get people to on the show and stuff like that. I mean, hell, look, you and I traded like 16 DMs for me to get on here today. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, So (laughs) you have to you have to acknowledge the fact that you're putting in work into something that you ultimately want to share with other people and you want people to see the content that you're putting out, whether it's because you believe in what you're doing is really good work, or you just want other people to see uh, the, the content you're making because you think that they'll think it's good work. At the end of the day, we're all trying to get people to see our stuff one way or another. Um, and I think it, it's important to, not focus on on viewership levels so much, but also acknowledge that it is important that it does matter in, in at the end of the day. Um, and I kind of wanted to start off 
you know, how, how's this going to go? How are things going to go? Because it was a brand new thing for me. It wasn't podcasting anymore. Podcasting was easy. That was, that, that part was easy. Um, now we're kind of trying to, we're kind of trying to produce a show. We're trying to make the, the Twitch channel and the talk show look legit. You know, I didn't want it to just be, you know, he and I on, on two cameras talking. I wanted there to be a little production value behind it and stuff like that. So start off with Trey. Trey's my boy. Uh, he's got big things ahead of him. 2021 is going to be a great year for him. So that's, that's kind of how it started. Um, right after that, you just want me to run through a, like, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Cause like, I'm, I'm telling you, this is, I love, this is not only some timey gamers, but kind of, you know, it's still real us damn it crossover, you know, for gaming and wrestling, man. Yeah, it, it, yeah, because it, it's funny. Like uh, a lot of the content and, and stuff we're talking about is related to co-host wrestling show, but that's also yeah. that's also taking like a backseat in a way. Because like I said, I only do one one night a week. I don't know if uh, financially I'll be able to keep up with more. You know what I mean? Given the most stuff for merchandise, I, I can't be doing uh, two three episodes a week. But um, you know, it's only my Thursday nights. So Monday, Tuesday after the show thursday fridays and sometimes on sunday you know i'm i'm trying to develop also and build a community within twitch by streaming video game content as well so we're we're having a, a lot of conversation about co-host wrestling but a lot of my time is is probably more dedicated to actually trying to build a community and viewership within twitch so it's kind of uh it's kind of funny how the how the conversation's going but um, right after that episode, uh, we, we brought on Lexus Montez. He's another friend of mine. He's out of the, okay. uh, out of Kentucky, Cincinnati area. Uh, good up and coming wrestler. He's uh, a Muay Thai trained, kind of more striking based. Um, hasn't necessarily gotten uh, some of the same opportunities that, that Trey has, but he, they're coming for him for sure. Uh, he's extremely talented. We've had him here in the local area a couple times, so uh he's definitely got a lot of stuff in, in store for him in the future uh the next one was a was a request kind of he he hit me up he and i know each other uh but i brought on the struggles who does the, the spotlight series uh podcast uh this guy is tremendous i mean in the in in the wrestling podcast realm i mean he's he's top tier man this guy he, he's had on the who's who of independent wrestling he's talked to everybody that you can think of he also does commentary for icw new york so when i had him on we actually gave away an icw new york t-shirt uh just to kind of support icw and they had a show coming up he and i kind of broke down that uh then i had on my local promotion i brought on the the head man behind the scenes at unsanctioned pro Derek. he's a good friend of mine as well he runs the the local show here, uh, Unsanctioned Pro. They're on Independent Wrestling TV as well. So if you search under promotions, you'll find uh, Unsanctioned Pro on there. They've had eight shows. You'll see me in the background of, of almost every show uh, doing a bunch of crazy stuff. But they're putting <laughs> out really good content. Um, they had a really rough year in, in 2020 with uh, with their attempts to run shows. Ohio has been a little a little stricter, more strict than other states. So they had to peel back some of their plans a little bit. They did run one show in Indiana. Um, after that, it, we kind of I think they kind of decided to, to take the year and, and and let everything rest. They're they're looking to come back to do some uh, no fans taping shows here pretty soon. So 
hopefully 2021 is a little bit kinder to them. Right. Um, after that, we had on uh, Big Beef, Gnarls Garvin. He's he's kind of an up-and-coming guy. He's done a lot of stuff with uh, Black Label Pro. He's he's kind of branching out into some other markets. Uh, really good dude. He was great to talk to. He and I had never met. This was kind of a this was kind of one of the first ones where we started stepping out into that into that realm of of the unknown because we I'd never talked to him before. I'd never met him. I'd seen him perform live a couple of times. He's been here for Unsanctioned Pro in Columbus, but I he and I never never really met. So that was kind of a a, a new experience. Then, uh, then I brought on my boy PB Smooth, also also another good friend of mine. He's out of uh, out of Erie, PA. He does a lot of stuff with AIW in Cleveland. So that that was easy, you know, easy to bring on one of my friends again, kind of talk it up with him. He had a lot of stuff going on uh, in 2020. You know, he didn't get to wrestle as much as I'm sure he had hoped that he was gonna. Um, he had a lot of things lined up in Tampa for WrestleMania weekend that that, did, that went south. Uh, but he also took took the initiative to do some other things outside the ring that I kind of wanted to talk to him about. And he really he really shared a lot of really good stories and a lot of good content. So if you watch that episode, um, you know he talks a lot about um, race and some of the things that he was going through over the summer. And some of the ways that he connected with his community, but also the the police department in his community and shared some really powerful messages. So I, I was happy to hear that from him. I actually just talked to him uh, probably like 20 minutes ago. So really Hell good. Yeah. Dude. Always loved always love catching up with with PB, man. He's got he's got a lot of stuff in the future for him as well, too. That's kind of the theme, too, with a lot of people that I bring on, even when I was doing the podcast and now onto the talk show is bringing on people that have that upward tra- trajectory right now and have really bright futures within this industry. And I think it kind of shows as you look over, you know, the list and you keep seeing these people and then, you know, two years from now, you're going to be able to look back and you're going to be like, Oh man, like this guy was here at this point in time. You know, um, we had guys on, uh, on the podcast. We had Cole Radrick on the, on the podcast. Um, we had Lee Moriarty on on the podcast, you know, back when we were doing it. And look where these guys, you know, these guys are taking taking a lot of opportunities and, and moving forward right now. Um, after that, we had Christian Casanova come on. He's he's from the the Boston area. Does a lot of stuff in the uh, in the Upper East, uh, New New England area. Does a lot of stuff with Limitless in Maine. It's a really good promotion. I went up there and checked him out personally uh, back in 2019. Right. And, uh, he does a lot of stuff with Beyond Wrestling out of Massachusetts as well. So, really talented dude. Um, he did have some opportunities over the summer, and now Limitless and Beyond are kind of starting to to open back up. I know Limitless did a bunch of stuff over the weekend, so he's uh, right. I'm gonna talk to you about that in a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's moving on up. Um, the next one, man, was one of my was one of my favorite episodes. I love this kid to death. I have never. I'd never met him, never talked to him before, but the episode went the longest of almost any episode ever. We, we talked for over an hour, um, and that's Nolan Edward. He's a uh, he's a good kid out of out of Canada, kind of nowhere. We you know is what he told me. He does a lot of stuff with uh with subgraps down in Tennessee. 
he's getting some other opportunities with ICW right now. That's, that's kind of taken off. So this kid, this kid's super, super bright future. And he's really young, real talented kid. So I look forward to seeing a lot out of him. Uh, another guy right after that, who I had never talked to before, um, was Brett Eisen. Real, real, real tough guy, man. Out of, uh, he's kind of out of the Tennessee, Tennessee area as well. He does, uh, he's starting to do some stuff with ICW. He did a lot of stuff with Subgraphs and some other stuff down in Georgia, primarily like a lot of stuff in the South. So I was happy to, I was happy to kind of to chat with somebody, you know, that I had absolutely no idea. Like not only did I never had I never spoke to him or, or met him. Um, I also didn't really know a lot of his body of work. Um, so that gave me an opportunity to do some additional research. I always research my guests before they come on because I want to make sure that, you know, we're having conversations where even if I don't know what I'm talking about, I've at least done the research to sound right. like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I don't want to say, oh, yeah, remember that time you did? And they're like, bro, that wasn't me. You know, so that's kind of I always want to stay on top of uh, of where we are you know i i see these guys from watching independent wrestling all the time but my memories are always not always the best so it's always good to you know just do that additional research before you have somebody on and then you you start saying things that aren't about them or you know misremembering something uh and then just last week man my probably one of my one of my most sought after uh interviews i really really wanted to talk to this kid i had i had some uh, a third party person kind of set it up for me uh, but I talked to Jordan Oliver from GCW, uh, CC, okay. CZW. He's in a, a faction called Young, Dumb, and Broke. They're, he's kind of, I don't know if they would call him the leader, but he's kind of the more, you know, uh, more popular of the faction. He's doing huge things with GCW right now. A lot of other things in New York, New Jersey area. So I really wanted to talk to him because he's one of the guys – probably him and Trey and maybe Nolan that was on this list where I'm like, yo, these guys probably a year from now, they're probably not available. You, you probably can't talk to them anymore. You know, you probably can't get these, these drop in DMs. Hey, can, can you do a podcast like a year from now? No shot. They probably don't exist, you know? So it, it's important for me in the position that I'm in to try to get out in front of some of those things, because I know I've kind of seen, you know, a couple things in in the past, three years, four years where you kind of start to, you kind of start to see who the guys are that aren't going to be around for much longer. Um, and, you, and it's important to try to, if, if this is the kind of content you want to make, you got to get out in front of those guys while you still have the opportunity. Oh yeah. Man. Oh man. I, as that, look, when I say that was a list and I'm going to hit you later and be like, yo, so shoot me all of those back so I can check out some matches and everything. Cause and it, it, it's funny because you remember, like, when we had first spoke, I told you I was just getting back into, like, you know, the game. But that was still kind of like, you know, more mainstream things. You know, WWE, I don't think AEW hadn't even started yet. Or they were just getting, you know, started up and all that. But I was starting to find, like, little indie, you know, promotions on YouTube and everything. Like, you know, like a Limitless, uh, Title Match Wrestling, ICW, Beyond, like you said, CZW. And, you know, I would find some of these wrestlers on YouTube and everything, and I swear, like, at least, like, 75%, you know, once I would check out their page or whatever, either you were following or liked the picture of them. Oh, yeah, probably. Every time. I was like, damn, where are all these people? Like, my God. 
Yeah, because it's funny if when you start getting into, you know, if you're watching main roster content and then you start watching uh, NXT stuff and then you see these guys coming in to NXT from different places and then you start going out and looking at that independent wrestling stuff and finding those people, like I said, you kind of start to get the idea of who is going to be that next guy, who's going to be on AEW pretty soon, who's going to be in NXT. And then you see it sometimes, too, when the Performance Center will release a picture. And they'll say, hey, these are the newest signees to to WWE Performance Center, right? And if you don't know anything about independent wrestling, that looks like a, a picture of six kids, right? Like, right. You know, hey, here's a couple guys, you know. Um, but in that most recent picture, like, if you didn't really if – if you never watched independent wrestling at all – you would have no idea that one of them was Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier um, from the Rascals, like two extremely talented dudes who have done a lot of stuff right here in Ohio and Dayton. They've done a lot of stuff for Impact Wrestling. Um, they've, they've gone over to Japan, stuff like that. So people, if you're just looking at that and you have no idea because all you watch is Monday Night Raw every day, like you may not have any idea what these guys are, are going to be. Um, and a lot of people, you know, People who were watching independent wrestling way before I were know, you know, the the, the Seth Rollins and stuff like that because they were watching independent wrestling then and they, they were watching Seth Rollins and, and John Moxley and stuff like that tear each other apart. But for me, I'm still, you know, four or five years into independent wrestling. But, you know, seeing a lot of guys that are main roster right now, Keith Lee, uh, Ricochet, you know, seeing those guys when they were doing independent wrestling shows right here in in, in in towns that I go to or promotions that I go to all the time, it's, it's kind of crazy. So it, it's something to, you know, keep up with or, or at least pay attention to so that, you know, when people coming in, if you're into that, you'll know like kind of what you're getting with, with certain, uh, certain people. Most stuff. Like I haven't still have a mental indie show, you know, like world kind of shut down for all that could happen. I think the most funniest one was a couple of months ago. I want to say at this point, he goes by August Gray now, but I knew him on the Indies as um, Retro Anthony Green. And I was yeah. telling my homies that on the podcast, and they're like, Mook, you be knowing the most random I'm like, bro, that, that just be like YouTube going to like all these algorithms, and it's like, okay, I'm going to just watch this match. So I'm going to watch this match, watch this match. I'm doing this pod, let me watch this match. And I'm like, yo, y'all don't, you know, and I'm like, he's like it's crazy, because I didn't even know he was in it. Like, because I, I remember he had, he was on Limitless, he was their champion, and he was like, okay, I'm releasing the bell. And then, like, a week later, I was like, wait a fucking second. Is that him at the Performance Center now? Yeah, exactly. That's a prime example right there, exactly. Um, I mean, he did a lot of stuff at, at Beyond. You know, we've seen yeah. him live up there a couple times and stuff. So, yeah, those are the kind of things, man, that, that stuff happens, and then they go, and then they show up. You know, you never know when they're going to show up. They show up, and he'll be all you know this time next year he'll probably be one of the one of the top guys in nx in nxt so it's crazy how that how that works hell yeah man um i'm gonna save this question that's in my head now for the very end because i'm not I'm, and trust i'm not gonna forget it now because if i did good lord but as far as your twitch and everything man you know this is where you know we get to like the video game portion of this pod and all that and I have a series of questions for you. Okay, I'm ready. You know, all things like just video games. So, the first one. What was your first video game in the console it was on? Oh, man. Probably was just this... 
I'm thinking it was just the Super Mario Brothers that came with the with the first NES system because I remember um, I think by the time my brother and I got the NES, the uh, the game came, it came with the Super Mario Brothers duck hunt combo uh, right cartridge. So that was probably that was probably the introduction for me. We used to have an Atari before that at my grandma's house. Yeah, yeah. We played it every once in a while, but we weren't like super into it. Well, once we got our hands on the NES, that was that was pretty much the start of it from there. It's only two pods in, but I'm just waiting for it because somebody eventually is going to say Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Sega Genesis and like because that was my first one and I'm going to lose it. I'm telling you, I'm waiting for it to happen. Yeah, you got to get the, the the younger guys. I'm a little bit older, so yeah. Cause I mean, shit. Cause my my um, I had a, I had an older well, I have an older brother, so you know, like everything Sega Genesis got passed down to me. Okay, right on. Um, next question. I'm gonna name all four. You tell me which one is your go-to: Nintendo, Sega, Sony, or Microsoft. Probably. I would probably have to go with Microsoft just because I don't know. I was always, I was probably always PlayStation up until the Xbox 360 came out. And then Xbox 360 kind of just took over my life. I don't know. I just became completely like crazy about that console for whatever reason. Um, they just had so many, so many good games that, that were good for me, you know, for me personally. And uh, I kind of, I kind of moved off Sony. I mean, I always stayed up to date with their console. I mean, I had P- PS2, 3, 4, 5, you know, all that. Uh, but in terms of gameplay, like Microsoft consoles definitely get the most out of me. So that's kind of, I'd probably, I'd, I'd say I'm primarily a Microsoft guy. That's that's funny because it's going to be a little side question right here because like, like you, Missy, I had 64, had that all the way up to my ps2 and then three and then i didn't get the four and i got an xbox one i'm still rocking with it to this day so i'm going through that decision of am i going to get the ps5 or am i going to stay with you know xbox and get the series x so which one are you getting uh i got both actually so oh fuck you yeah i got them both when uh on launch day so and shout out to you firstly like being able to get both my god we were extremely lucky on um, on launch day. We were able to, you know, have a bunch of tabs open, all the websites in the world out there, and uh, we, you know, luck of the draw, we just got, yeah, what we got. So that was pretty fortunate. But uh, yeah, we both got a we both got a Series X, and then I got I got a PS5 uh, for my desk, and uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. Hell yeah. Um, next question. What popular game can you admit to never playing? Oh man, like never playing, like not touching at all. Like like you have not touched it at all, but everyone's just like, "What do you mean you ain't played this?" Man, I got a couple. I've never played Dark Souls. I literally just jumped on Final Fantasy like mm, August, July, something like that. This is a tough one for me. Uh, right? I, I can't think of anything that I've never, like, at least at least dabbled in. You know what I mean? Like, at least just checked it out just to see, 
like, hey, is this for me? The right. only thing that, that really comes to mind, and I, if, if the popularity you're talking about is like all time popularity, like there's, there's probably not many that I can go to. Uh, but current, currently, um, I haven't played Escape from Tarkov. I see a lot of people playing that. It's really popular on Twitch. Look, I'm gonna be real. I don't even know what that is. So shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I haven't played Valorant. So those are kind of uh, those are kind of popular games. If you go onto Twitch and you you hit browse, you know those games are up there near the top almost every day. But there's still games that I haven't dabbled in. But um, I was I was kind of thinking like World of Warcraft, but I remember I did play that for a little bit. Okay. And I can't yeah. really think of anything that I haven't at least just given a little, you know. Just to see, like, hey, is this is this something I might be into? Like, I've when I tell you I played everything, I've I've literally played almost everything just to find out, you know, is this is this for me, and does it feel like something I want to continue with? Most of. So speaking of that and everything, we're moving right into this next question, and it's mainly just fighting games. So Smash Bros. Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, or Tekken? I'm probably a Mortal Kombat guy, but yeah. truth, truth be told, I'm really trash at fighting games. Like, I love <laughs> them. Like, I love them. I love the idea of them. I love, you know, being involved with them and playing them, but I'm really bad. Like, for whatever reason, I can't memorize the the combination or linking from one thing to the next. Like, I just can't my brain just doesn't work that so i just i i've always been bad at them for you know for whatever reason but i still enjoy them i play them but uh getting wrecked all the time makes them not last very long I, look i'm with you there like because with mortal Kombat, um give me like two maybe three people if it's i've been playing for so long with it give me like two people I get all their moves down and then you know so when it came to like what nine i think it was or whatever when they kind of rebranded I'm like, wait, you telling me I got to switch up every, like, what, five-something fights or whatever and get a new fighter? <laughs> like, right. what is this? And, you know, my favorite thing to do is when it comes fatality time, I'm doing all this, you know, up, down, left, left, right, left, right, left, right, A, right. and then he just punches them and they fall down. That's usually how, how my fighting game career goes. <laughs> no fatality at all. They just They just fall down. Bruh, the, the best thing I ever did was going and putting the damn, like, codes in the game. That was the best thing I ever did, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, yeah. like, the move set's all there, so you can kind Hell of yeah. figure out, yeah. Um, Next question. Now, this is kind of a little two-parter or whatever. What is the best, and what is your favorite Grand Theft Auto game? Uh, I mean... And are they the same? I mean... To some extent, they are. I know a lot of people are. Man, I probably had to go with five. I think five was was really good. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. Not only from not only was the story crazy the way the way it interwove between all three protagonists, but also GTA Online. I don't play it as much, but I know a lot of people are really crazy about it. It's got some cool stuff. The heists are really fun. So I think in the grand scheme of things the overall package i think five makes the most impressive case i'm just saying man like and it, this has been like my biggest joke of the last couple like what months now i guess three generations 
<laughs> that yeah. shit, like I have, I have that on the PS3. Like, come exactly. on, that's insane. That's so I was crazy. like, why am I gonna buy it again on the Xbox One? And people are literally buying it on the PS5 and Series One now. Like, what the hell? And its player base is still super high. I mean, people are still playing that game <laughs> at crazy, at crazy levels. Mm. Um, next question. What is a popular game that you hate and or let you down? A popular game that I hate. Uh, or just, you you know, you just couldn't get into it. Like, you're like, uh, you know, everyone's digging. I'm everyone like, uh, I don't know. I think it probably is World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. so we kind of mentioned it earlier that I that I did kind of dabble in it, but I, I I like I like MMOs. There are some MMOs. I was big into uh, Elder Scrolls Online there for a long time, up, up hundreds of hours into that. Uh, right. For whatever reason, WoW just never really never really captured me. Um, it's kind of funny because I like uh, Hearthstone, which is kind of based on some WoW lore, um, and I also really. It, really enjoyed the world of warcraft movie i know one of the few but um i thought that movie was kind of cool so i think i i like the the characters and the lore around world of warcraft way more than i like the actual game itself so there's not like i like for example um blizzard does really good trailers if you've ever seen any trailers from blizzard like for world of warcraft expansions or yeah. for diablo 3 you know those type of things they're cgi and stuff like that they do amazing trailers and they do really good stuff for overwatch overwatch is a game where i, I kind of really not really into either um but i like it and i like the characters i think the characters are great i think it has uh, like great stories and stuff like that but i just don't i'm not necessarily into it and i'm not very good at it so that's probably the other reason all right next question Kind of going off that same thing, but a little bit different. An underrated game that you love. Oh, man. Um, this one's kind of newer, so this isn't really... Um, it, it, it's kind of off the radar. I'm not sure how many people will know about, um, but Rogue Company. Rogue Company is a, a third-person shooter, team team-based shooter as of a bunch of specialists and characters with abilities and stuff like that. It's third person, 4v4, I think. Might be 5v5. Um, but yeah, that game's that game's tremendous. I don't know how many people are really playing it. It kind of released under a weird like structure. It was free, but it wasn't free. If you wanted all the characters, it was this much. But if you wanted some of the characters, it was this. It was kind of just weird the way it, you know the way it came out. It came out um in beta and then it it's kind of like Fortnite, where it's just been in beta forever and i don't know if it's ever coming out but um it is released it's out in the in the uh xbox store it's on pc as well so i think it's f totally free free now but they're selling skins and stuff like that but tremendous game love it a lot if it's if it counts as as being a, a underdog type game that'll be one for me also really really like uh jishin impact it's kind of a um, RPG, Breath of the Wild kind of anime-inspired um, 
I've been playing a lot of that lately. I, I feel like a lot of people, it's it's pretty popular though, but I feel like uh, mainstream gamers may, maybe might not know that much about it, but uh, that game's pretty good. All right. Um, now, this one I particularly wrote, and like when I was doing this whole script, I'm just like, oh yeah, uh, this is me in a nutshell. A game or games that you loved but have never finished. I have oh. countless. Yeah, you and me both. I <laughs> Notorious for uh, starting uh, something and not finishing it, man. Good yeah. lord. Oh, man. Uh, probably, probably Mass Effect be number one for me. Mass Effect, okay. the, whole, the whole trilogy. Um, I hear it is getting a remaster, which is going to be really cool because that will give me an opportunity to go back and finish it. Um, I, I mean, even though I have it, I mean, I have it already, but you know, get getting a fresh coat of paint on it might give me a little more incentive. Um, I never finished these. These both came out in the last two years. I never finished uh, Resident Evil two and three, the remasters. I bought right. both of those, didn't finish them. Um, if I were to talk to you about games that I never finished, uh, Breath of the Wild is another one. Mm-hmm. We would be here for like three hours. So I, that is kind of my mo is to buy a game, get about 75 percent of the way into it and then uh move on to something else and if i were to show you the amount of games installed on my xbox one between yeah. uh, internal and external it'd probably blow your mind no i'm dude i'm telling you i'm the same way like for me it's that way with pokemon games like i will be just enjoying it loving it i'll get like four or five gems in and then i don't know i'll start playing something else and be like did I ever finish that and just jump on it one day and kind of you know do the same thing all over again? Yeah, that's I'm just all over the place because because I like so many different games and I try to move the like the times around you know like a little bit a couple hours here on this game a couple hours on this game instead of you know some people just go you know 500 500 hours on this game you know this is the right. game you know I got a lot of friends that. Call of Duty or Warzone, like that's it. They don't play nothing else. They don't ever deviate. From <laughs> right. Anytime they get an opportunity to log on, that's what they're playing. But for me, it's like you know, I'll play two hours of 2K, then I'll hop over to Assassin's Creed, play for an hour or two, pop in something else. So that's why I'm 75% done with 100 games instead of 100% done with 75 games. I've heard that new Valhalla is pretty dope. It's good. It's good. I don't think I've played one since. They were still in, like, you know, Europe and shit. Oh, Probably yeah. a little bit. Let me see. What was the one after the third one? Uh, Well, four came to America with... Okay, Connor. yeah. That was... Uh, or, no, I'm sorry. Four was Black Flag. That was the... Okay, yeah, I never, yeah, never played Black Flag. Yeah, yeah. Three was, three was Connor in America. But Black Flag is really good. If you're going to start with some of the new ones, I would start with uh, Assassin's Creed Origin, the Egyptian one. That one's kind of, like where they started this new um, gear-based RPG model. That one, and then Odyssey, and then Valhalla, they all kind of follow the same blueprint. So those ones, that, I would start there. <sighs> Second to last, man. We almost there. Your greatest video game achievement. Uh, I don't know Any- if I could. And if, and if you have multiple, I mean, shit, you could just name them all. Shit, you could talk your shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I used to be like super into achievements with Xbox for a long time. Um, I have like almost three hundred thousand gamer score, so I was like really, really into one hundred, one hundred percent in games. Like, 
me and a friend of mine would call it like a full G because you know it used to be a 1,000 gamer score was like the mo- you got that means you got all the achievements like you may not 100% of the game within the game but you full G'd it you got the 100% or uh, you got all all the achievements so uh, we used to always call it that if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna pick up a game you better full G it and like just kind of mess with each other and try to get you know, the most gamer score out of every game so getting up to 300,000 gamer score was like on my mind for a real long time I was playing anything you could think of I mean I, I got Disney games on there I was heavy into Lego games for a long time I was playing those okay. so uh, like if I could think of one of those achievements that I was most happy with was uh, the Mile High Club Modern Warfare th- I think it was Modern Warfare 3 where you had to go uh, go through the airplane and uh, take out all the take out all the terrorists and then the final guy was holding the hostage and you had to do it in like 40 seconds or whatever it was uh, but I got that achievement so that was kind of like if I had to pinpoint one of those achievements that I, that I was most happy with that, that's probably the one see I like this question bro when I tell you I literally thought it because I'm you know I'm thinking of these I'm like uh, this one came I, I guess I was like 14 15 around that age or whatever Guitar Hero 3 when I say I got through at least every song on Expert with at least a three star, I say at least a three star because we all know that last one was fucking a cheat code. For sure. If anyone's got a five star over there or whatever, you're not hacking. Please let me know. Because <laughs> that shit don't make no sense. Yeah, we were heavy. My my me and my brother both we were heavy in the Guitar Hero for a long time. Rock band, all that. What oh was, man, hell yeah. Was good. I remember switching over to the rock band guitar being like, what is it? Like, that one took me a little bit. (sighs) The last of these questions, man. Your Mount Rushmore of games. Oh, man. What is that? Four heads? Four heads? Five heads? Yes, sir. Four. Oh, for me, let's see. Uh, I'm probably going to put them in series instead of, like, individual titles. Um, Okay. But... Uh, Final Fantasy series is up there for sure. Seven. Please, please name me some of your favorites. Cause I'm telling you, yeah. just starting this shit off or whatever, bro. I'm like 80% into 10. Like, I still got to finish it. I got like two Aeons left or whatever. Okay. And I bought 15 literally like a week ago. Okay. So then you can do, uh, then you got to do 10, 10X and 10X2 after that, right? Yeah, I'm about to say because um, ten two is ten two came with ten or whatever that little bundle package, okay. and I literally bought that and then like fifteen was just on sale, so I was like, why not? I'm I'm loving the new you know battle system and all that shit, open world. Sure. I'm just waiting around for seven remake to come on Xbox now. Yeah, so se- the original seven is probably my favorite. Um, seven remake was good. It didn't quite do what I wanted it to with the the way they ended it off and like make making it episodic um but seven the original seven is, is definitely my favorite um eight is really good i liked eight a lot i never really I, I, hear, I hear eight getting a lot of shit like whenever you know i'm talking to like people in the community now and everything which final fans community y'all are really friendly i fuck with y'all but like everyone's like you know love story aside there's this whole you know thing of like what they're like assassins right yeah well they're school kids but yeah it's, um I was I just fell in love with the gunblade. The gunblade right. was really cool. It was a cool weapon. I like Squall. I thought he was an interesting character. Um, but yeah, I, I can understand why people did. If you say you don't like it, I 
I wouldn't argue with you. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where like a lot of people say you had to be there in the moment. Yeah, and it's it's probably timing as well. You know, when it came out, um, might have a little bit to do with it, but I don't know. I like eight. Um, I didn't really mess with nine. Ten was really good. Um, I'm trying to think, I I did beat fifteen, so that was something that I finished. That one was really good. Um, what was the one with lightning? I think that was thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen's. 13 was decent. I like the way it looked. So, yeah, Final Fantasies, man, right up there for me. Um, let's see. On that on that other Mount Rushmore, uh, probably at the book, the Metal Gear Solid series. Okay. Just Metal Gear in general, going, you know, going all the way back to the NES titles. And then, um... Man, that's difficult because it's like, do I do I talk about what I like the most or what I think has been the best? You know what I mean? Because you got some to, more spots. I know. I'm able to differentiate the two sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, right between things that I like and things that I know are better. Like, you know, that's just one of those things. Um, I probably would have to put The Last of Us on there. Okay. Um. One and two is a series if you want to. I know two is, like, that's a hot button. You know, a lot of people uh, are really disappointed with that or, you know, don't want to have that conversation. I don't really want to get too deep into it either. But Right. I've been seeing uh, a lot of people going crazy over the summertime about that one, man. I was like, damn. But uh, Last of Us 1 is, is the best video game I've ever played. I stand by that 100%. Uh, that game was incredible. A lot of a lot of crazy stuff happened in that game. So, um, and then uh, on the fourth one, man, I'm, I'm probably gonna put uh, John Madden football on there just for the Let's go. just for the reason that it's it's kind of transcended time in a way that people you know we're still calling it Madden, but there's probably a generation of kids that are playing Madden right now who don't even know who John Madden is. Like they're right. just calling it John Madden because that's the name of the game. But that's like that kind of speaks to to the longevity of the series, all the consoles that it's been on, all the years that it's been out. I mean, we're talking, we're talking going way back, you know. And uh, it, it, it kind of also, you know, pushed the envelope forward for other sports titles. You know, people who make that debate about uh, NFL 2K had they stuck around, whatever. NBA 2K, um, MLB The Show, you know, a lot of these games are the product of Madden football success, and they take elements from some of the stuff that they've achieved over the years and and continue to uh, use that influence and make their games better. So they don't really have a competitor anymore, and they haven't for some time, and they haven't even had, you know, the college football that was there to kind of to push them forward as well. So people think that the content's gotten stale. And I have a friend of mine that kind of always criticizes me every year for buying Madden. He's like, oh, that's the same <laughs> game every That's the same game every year. It's just a roster update. And I'm like, yeah, when's the last time you played it? He's like, 2012. I'm like, no, nah, bro. It's not this, this is 2020. Uh, you know, Madden 21 is not Madden 12. Um, 
so they do continue to put they do continue to push the envelope forward they do do some different stuff from year to year uh madden on next gen is definitely different than madden on, on current gen it looks different it plays different um if you if you play ultimate team and stuff like that like they continue to, to move forward um they have a iffy community sometimes but you know that's that's kind of why I put them up there is just because of the, the impact they've had on both me and the rest of sports games. And I'm going to just say, cause everyone goes back and refers to, I want to say, was it, uh, was that 2k4, 2k5 with T on the cover? I think that was four with the, with the Michael Vick mode. Mm-hmm. See, and like, I get it. Cause everyone like, and I, I played that game in the moment too. And I was like, yo, this is dope and everything, but could they have kept up? I mean, they didn't, but could they have and did they is two different questions. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, they did They did a lot of good stuff, and competition is good for business. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like Madden is WWE and 2K was WCW. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They did a lot of gimmicks. They tried a lot of different things. And at the end of the day, you know, they just couldn't, they couldn't keep that pace. It, so... So before we get you out of here, man, I'm telling you, and I don't even want to because this has been a dope pod. When people go to your Twitch, your page, everything, he's a great follow on Twitter too, guys. I'm telling y'all, YouTube, everything that you're producing, everything. What can they expect out of you? Um, I think in the in the in the Twitch environment, it's kind of just like a just like a community uh, type experience um basically just come in hang out we're you know usually playing some we're usually playing something that's new recent um up to date we're sitting there the you know trying to keep the chat going kind of just you know talking through stuff the other day we had this long conversation about sports memories where we were just talking about people in the chat kind of talking about sports memories that they remember from being in person, going to sporting events and stuff like that. So just conversation. Um, I'm always talking the whole time, you know, so right. if you, if you pop in and you're in there for three minutes, it's not just me like staring at the camera, you know, we're, we're always trying to, even if no one's in there, if, it, if there's zero viewers, you know, we're still trying to uh, keep the conversation going and keep, uh, just keep things, just keep things moving. Um, I like for people to come in and be active in chat and uh, you know if you want to see gameplay you want to see stuff from from games that you haven't seen yet or you're interested in, in purchasing or stuff like that you know pretty much going through a, a whole bunch of different uh, different games right now so pretty much anything that's new and out uh, we've been playing but I mean that's really it just a cool vibe you know just just hanging out playing video games if you're not playing video games at the moment or you want to you know interact with somebody who is playing one of your favorite games like that's kind of the space for it um and twitch is great it's it's great for a lot of other stuff other than me you know i'm almost this the smallest the smallest uh, grain of sand on that beach but um if there's something you want to check out a game you haven't seen you, know, you can go into the browse function you can search for that game you can look for the top games the top streamers you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. There's a lot of uh, a lot of just chatting where people are, you know, just interacting. And you know, 2020 was a year where 
people didn't necessarily get that usual human interaction. Um, so they yeah. kind of did turn to Twitch and YouTube and social media platforms and stuff like that to kind of get a little bit more of that interaction. And I think that's why uh, Twitch saw a lot of success in 2020. Uh, my wife and I, we, we both started, you know, really getting in, in serious and streaming back in March. And uh, we've seen success, you know, partly because of that, partly because of, of who we are, but also partly because of, uh, you know, people turn into those platforms to kind of get that, that human interaction. So it's been fun. It's, I won't say that it's always sunshine and rainbows, but it's fun. It, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good time. And some people, sometimes they say, well, if I'm going to be playing video games anyway, I might as well stream it. But there's more there goes there's more to it than that you know what i mean and, oh yeah uh, i i play video games all the time when i'm even when i'm not streaming and if you want to be successful or kind of have that interaction you know like i was talking about earlier that viewership you want people to see the content or interact with you like there's got to be you got to put more into it than just me playing video games with a camera on me like there's more there's more that has to go into it you have to add some kind of production value so i think it's important that if you want to be successful in it and you want to do some things and you want to build a community and you want to interact with people um, you have to invest you have to invest time you have to invest money into your stream and make it look like you know like you want it to look in your brain you know, this is the way that I want to uh, attract viewership and be successful at this venture. You know, you kind of have to get a little bit more involved with it, but you don't always have to. If if, if you're like, hey, this is just something I want to do for fun or, you know, whatever, like I'm not going to put a whole lot into it. I have a, a buddy that just started streaming and he's like, I'm just kind of doing it, you know, just to pass time or whatever. So, you know, don't think that you have to, but if you want to you know any sort of success or you want to start building a community and you want that that viewership level and stuff like that uh, you just have to invest invest your time and uh make it look like the way you think someone would want it to look man when i tell you like because trust we've we've even had convos as far as like people don't get like the little stuff that you got to do like because they just see the end result you know what i'm saying they don't see all the time, blood, sweat, and tears, you know, cliche of what we put in to, you know, give the people. Yeah, and I mean, that's consistent with, with everything, right? You know, right. I don't know all the things that go into to making a music album, but yeah. when I listen to it, I can judge it, right? I can say, oh, oh yeah. you know, this was X, Y, and Z or whatever, but I don't know all the things that went into to, to making that possible. And then it's easy to say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so is trash or this album is trash. This song was trash. Like there's also a lot of people besides just that one artist that were involved in making that song possible, you know, and you don't see, you don't see or hear about half those people, the, the, the writers, the producers, et cetera, you know, so everything with the end result like that has a lot of people involved and a lot of people working hard to make things happen and i think a lot of times we as consumers of of entertainment don't necessarily put that you know we don't necessarily think about that we think about the the product and the end result but not necessarily the uh 
the destination, you know, the, the, the journey. We don't think about the journey. We think about the destination kind of thing. So, right. I know what you mean there. And, hey, man, close this bad boy off because, you know, um, you got any final thoughts? No, man, I feel like I've, I've pretty much said it all. Um, I'll just definitely tell you guys to check out um, twitch.tv backslash Weapon X. I'm also on Twitter at the Weapon X because I, I can't get I can't get that freaking uh, I can't get that username wrestled away from somebody. So uh, yeah, I remember we talked about that the first time yeah, we ever spoke. <laughs> for sure, I've been I've been trying to get that for years, but um, it's twitch.tv backslash Weapon X. It's W three four P O N X, and we were having that conversation before we started today. Right. Um, but yeah, back in the back in the '90s, it was cool to like make a three, an E, and a four, an A. So I made that. That was like my first AOL screen name back in 1995. I think it was oh, 1994, man. 1995 was Weapon X, and then I just stuck with it, and that's kind of been all my stuff since then. So um, I don't have a YouTube URL, but um, my YouTube link is on a Twitch page as well. And a little pro tip, if, you, if any of the guys that I mentioned at the beginning of this, uh, independent wrestlers, if you go to independent wrestling TV, independentwrestling.tv and you just type their names into the search, they'll pull up any match that they've ever been involved in, and you can just watch it from there. So Cheat code. Yeah, if you ever want to check out any of those guys that, I, that we talked about or anybody that you might have heard of, somebody that's in NXT now that you like, oh, I want to see some of their old stuff, you go to independent wrestling uh independentwrestling.tv you type their name in there i think it you you could google uh iwtv and just go to their website like i said type that name in you'll get everything that they were ever involved with oh and by the way i pulled up the the old data uh, mm-hmm. you were on the, you were on the show june 7th 2019 that's crazy yo. all times that actually, right. that, that episode actually had a really high, really high download rate too. So that was really cool. I look. I'm telling you, when I, you, I mean, I told you right after and everything, and I tell people like I enjoyed that and it inspired me for real. I wouldn't be here now. I mean that. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. And I, like I said, I see all the stuff you're doing. I saw you had uh, podcasts about like the Bachelorette. You're doing yeah. NFL stuff. I mean, you're you're all over the place with a bunch of different uh, a, a bunch of different things in the fire, and that kind of shows uh, like a lot of growth, but it also shows a lot of range that you're able to you know put that stuff together, but also have conversations about a wide variety of subjects. That's really cool to see. I always make the joke. I'm like, yo, Stephen A. I mean, he started off like at least I remember shit. I was in high school. He was just the basketball guy. But now he talks about everything. They don't just put Stephen A. in one box. So I got to be sure. in box four. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, I, I got to we're going to put all of Will's info at the bottom and everything in the bio. You know, you guys make sure to check him out, man. This was dope. I didn't say that at the beginning. Remember, like always, rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything going to be in the description and all that stuff. Um, drop the new um playlist for january you know what i'm saying it's that mmxx1 for y'all that don't know that's 2021 you know just it's available to y'all on apple music and spotify you know get some new tunes or whatever you know some shit i just literally found out about on 
Apple Music is kind of giving me some random shit or whatever to listen to, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of dope. And you know, man, all the stuff we producing out here and all that, check all that out. Everything don't bite your tongue. I told you 2021. Everyone always says every year is their year, but hey, we mean that. Sometime in Gamers is incredibly dope. The homie Will, Weapon X, another amazing episode. And until next time, throwing balls like shells, making niggas crash. This a long game, trying not to burn out fast. Riding all night, hoping I'll run out of gas. Like when I cross the street, I look both ways, and I swear niggas talk more than chicks these days. Been gone on this ground for a couple of days, and my mind playing tricks on me like I'm in a maze. Need a rock before, had to it's the real to me. Damn it, went to Hollywood. Over body slamming, said I'd rather drop these pods than be out here scamming, dropping playlists, monthly have all y'all jamming. Same thing with this tape, cause we almost finished. Don't worry about us, nigga. My y'all business, cause we need shades to block out all the street lights. Riding with my bros up all night. Late nights in the city, in the club like 50. Dr. Pepper with the whiskey Say I'm way past tipsy Late nights, late nights Got my rider by my side Got me twisted all night What we getting into tonight? Late nights, late nights Got my rider by my side Got me twisted all night